Bibles out, please, and uh, turn to the book of Colossians, chapter 3. Because it was the theme for our camp too, Colossians chapter 3, uh, but um, we're not going to the particular verses, not too fairly late. But what I want to talk about tonight particularly is to seek to be worthy of the risen Christ so much in our own life to appreciate very much what God has done in our lives individually that we want to make sure that we continue on doing that and that we are very much appropriate with him in the ways we do things. So uh, in uh, verse 1 of uh, chapter 3, we just read, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. So it's, it's important to seek the things which are above, the things which will uh, indeed encourage you in the ways of God to be mindful of what God has done in your life already through the Holy Spirit experience. And it's a life-changing thing that can come into your life. And uh, uh, I just sort of will, um, the thought just about Max up in Riverland particularly, uh, I have a lot of contact with him. He's always ringing me up and asking for scriptures and to back things up he's talking to people about. And the the big thing in his life is to change. Uh, and that's what's happened. And, and again, I... It, it happened over this, the seniors camp and also the Christmas camp, but he really got the picture about what's about about walking the Lord and how to conduct yourself and how to do the things which are right in God's sight. And of course, the encouragement has been doing that, and and that's the way things are moving. And people are asking him about his experience and what he's been doing. So it's it's a good thing to understand what God is doing in your life, to be able to apply it, and to realise that we're in a position where we can seek the Lord and be trusting of him to do the work for us as we look to him to, to progress and our walk in the Lord. And it's an important thing to realise that. And, and we do that by thinking on the things that he would want us to think on, not on the things of the earth. We need to work, of course, we need to do things which are mandatory or mandatory as far as our life concerned. We need to do these things. But uh, our main aim is to focus on what God wants our life to be involved in and how we do it. And, of course, if we apply that, well, we can see the, the wonderful recognition that God gives us through the Holy Ghost, the opportunity given to speak to people and encourage them to seek out the truth. There's not a lot of hope in the world at the moment, the way it's going, but we have hope in Christ and we're able to share that with people. And that's the important thing as we look to the Lord, to, the, to understand this and appreciate in our own walk in the Lord that as we do that, people see the changes and they ask of us and we're able to tell them and to give them an understanding and a hope in Christ, because at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. We're there to save souls. If we look at um, chapter 1 and verse 10, it says that, that we might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. And, and I guess fruitful here is being spiritually productive in our life in the Lord, realizing that we've got a job to do and we, we just can't you know, waste it away and, and, and just do other things. We need to be focused on what the Lord's encouraging here, that to do things what God wants us to be involved in so we can be fruitful to that point where we can see people come along and be encouraged to seek for the Holy Spirit. It's, a, it's an increasing thing in the knowledge of God to know that in our life and to be able to utilise it for the benefit of the kingdom. And we, we're in a wonderful situation here with our brethren. We're able to do that and, and of course, uh, we're able to appreciate more and more of what God is doing in our life and also in our brethren. And... Uh, it's, it's been marvellous over the last few weeks we've seen so many people start to come along and take hold of the promises that God's given them. Praise the Lord. Verse 11 says, Strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. Uh, and that's it. We're, we're 
happy such happy people, aren't we? We praise the Lord for that because it shows in our faces or should do that people see we're different from the, the mundane situations of the normal churches. Giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. This is a, a very privileged position we've put ourselves into through the Holy Ghost experience to understand that God is working in our life and presenting himself to us. That we're able then to use that to, to show people that what God is doing, that he's able to indeed direct them as well if, if they let it happen. And of course that's the big question you know, we've got to encourage them to seek out that this is the truth and it's not just a, a fairy story or an idea or, a, or a, a, a compromising situation that you get involved in is to serve the Lord. So uh, a privilege to be that, a privilege to understand and an honour to serve the Lord and be involved in his work. As we continue these things of course we, we sort of Understand, we're taken out of an old lifestyle, which is important to realise and to, and to remember that we, what we come out of. Because uh, I find even when you're talking to new people, particularly, uh, they're going through some, all sorts of different tribulations and problems in their lives. But you're able to lay their fears by saying, well, this is what we've seen in other people's life. You can, you know, indeed call back testimonies and things like that, what's happened to other people, and encourage them that God understands what you're going through. And the answer is in the Lord. And that's where the problem is. As you look at the Lord, you have to build yourself up, call upon him, and he can answer you, and he can bless you, and he can change your life forever for the better. Praise the Lord. It says that in uh, verse 13, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Translated us, transformed us, given us a wonderful understanding and the knowledge of God that we're acceptable now by the, by the Lord with this Holy Ghost attitude, appreciating very much what the Lord's doing. And, and I guess the book of Colossians is, is a very small book in the Bible, but it's got so much in it, so much impact of our walk in the Lord and how we can appreciate what God can do in our lives as we continue to be blessed by him, as we use what God's given us for the betterment of the kingdom. It talks about, uh, in verse 14, that when we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. And we do that on a weekly basis, of course, here. We, we just had a communion service this afternoon where we appreciate very much the sacrifice of Jesus Christ to understand what he went through uh, and that he did it willingly for all of us. And, and that's a big, big leveller because uh, I've come across people and only just recently even I saw, well, how can you, how can you uh, talk about a God that can do things and, and all these things and what about these other ideas and other religions? And we can simply, simply tell them God died for your son. Jesus Christ died for you. And that's the important thing to remember. He died for you that you could have a new way of life. And to focus on that, to realise that it's not just a thing to you know, dilly around with or, or just come along spasmodically. It's a life-changing experience which we endear to ourselves through the Lord, of course, but we make sure that we continue on with the things of God to a point where we can understand and appreciate that we are worthy of what he's brought us into. And that's the important thing, and that's why we do encourage people with meetings to uh, make sure we, we do get the opportunity to get to and be encouraged by it and to strengthen ourselves in our own walks in the Lord because it's an important thing. And, of course, Jesus did die for us. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a situation where we know that we need to look to him to encourage us to keep going for the things God's given us. Praise the Lord. We see that um, verse 15 says, Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? And it says, verse 16, For by him were all things created that are in heaven 
and are on earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And uh, it's a thing we can just recognise so much when we look at the creation around about us and we see what God's done, that we can encourage people to seek these things out and the truths of the Bible, the encouragements in scriptures. And uh, it is a good thing about it. I said Max rings me up sometimes quite late at night and he's got a query and he's been reading the Bible and he said, what's this scripture mean? So you've got to go through it with him and explain to him. But he's done that so he can go and talk to some new people to encourage them in the things of God. So it's, it's good that we can see people get the vision of what it's all about. And, of course, our own ideas is to, is to focus away from what we think but to think about what God thinks and to realise that we need to be worthy of what he's teaching us. And that's knowing our scriptures, knowing the Bible. It's important to do that. Uh, I had some uh, um, Jehovah's Witness call on my doorstep. Uh, I don't normally give them the time of day, really, but I thought, well, this time I'll just have a bit of a chat. Uh, and uh, at the end of it, they were saying, look, you know so much. We, we can't, we sort of can't compete with your knowledge of the Bible. I said, well, why don't you do something about it? You can change. And then they started going on about all the other aspects that they believe in. I said, well, no, we can't go down that track. I said, you know, we can only agree and disagree because of what we teach is the truth. Uh, and uh, it is so, so relevant when you start to see, if you know your Bible, you can you can run rings around them because the Bible gives you an opportunity because you, you, we're speaking the truth. Uh, and it's always an opportunity where we've got to preach the gospel to every creature and I guess they, as well as much as anybody, need to hear the truth. Whether they accept it or not, doesn't matter. It's God's call. But the main thing is that we're seen to be doing what God wants us to do and to be worthy with his, with his name there. It says in verse 17, and He is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body of the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence in our life. Uh, and that's important. And know where Jesus sits in our life. You know, it's an important thing because uh, we can focus on so much in the world. We can focus on what our life are, particularly if we, if we, I was a contractor for 40 years, you can be just caught up in that sort of lifestyle, but you've got to remain focused on the things of God. And, and praise the Lord, Gay and I have managed to achieve that over the years. We've always uh, applied the, these principles in our life and since we came along and uh, encouraged to do that. And of course, we encourage our young contractors as well. We've, we've had the opportunity to see uh, uh, passing of the, of the baton, so to speak, some of the younger ones in their fellowship to do the work, which is, we're pretty we're pretty grateful for, praise the Lord. But uh, it's important to realise that we've got to keep putting God first, and that's so important. We apply that principle to our life every day. We can't go wrong. You know, it's a thing that we do get issues that come against us and, and uh, give us you know, a lot of problems and difficulties from time to time, but uh, if we rejoice in the Lord, we can overcome it. Praise the Lord. And all the people said, Amen. Yes, good. So praise the Lord, this is what we're doing. So the preeminence we have in Christ is important. And it says, For it pleased the Father that in him should all the fullness dwell. And of course it does. As we understand the scriptures, we read them, we encourage the, to walk in the ways of Christ, to have the mind of Christ as, as we apply our walk in the Lord. But then we can find that this preeminence we have is what God wants in our life, to understand it and appreciate it, because our testimony, the way we talk, the way we behave, are the things we can bring other people to the Lord. You know, we can be a, it's a living word, it's a living testimony. It's a, it's a privilege to be able to honour the Lord in these manners, that we, as we appreciate what God is doing, that we can share them with others to see them come along as well. It's, um, 
for it pleased the Father said to, to, to run and cause the fullness there, and having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself by him, I say whether they're things of earth or things in heaven. Yes, we are reconciled by the things of Christ. He became flesh and blood that we could do that. He became as a man that could suffer as a man and to be uh, indeed understanding the things that we'd need to go through. And he's done that for us. And that's something we've got to remember every day of our life. That as we walk with the Lord, he's with us side by side, of course. But he's, he's been there and he's done that. He's been through every situation that we can think of. And we're encouraged by that to know that as we continue to go with the way he wants us to go, according to the word, then things are going to get even better and better for us. And I've known folk over the years who've had differences in problems with, with health situations and, and they're still rejoicing in the Lord. They know that uh, regardless of what the circumstance is, God's there. He's always looking after them. He's always caring for them. And that's a great, great benefit for us to appreciate that. And we, as I said, we do have prayer requests each meeting, but that's for brothers and sisters not feeling well, of course, and others that we uh, don't know about, but certainly God does. And he's there to minister to them and to help them because it's, it's a it's a signs and miracles wondering gospel. It's one where we can see God working, praise the Lord. He's very evident in that thing he does for us. So we see that and, and see in verse 15 it talks about this aspect of where um, being the firstborn, Jesus Christ is very exemplary in the things he did. Um, it's, it's, I guess it's a, it's a way of following a person that we know has done the right thing all through his life. And, and the, the actual dictionary uh, explanation of that is exemplary is, is being serving as an example of or fit to be imitated and as a model type which have been achieved and things to follow. And that really, really does uh, show us that the lifestyle of Jesus Christ is only on the earth for a very short period of time, but he achieved many, many things because of it. And uh, the biggest thing, of course, uh, uh, is the opportunity for salvation. You know, that's the thing we've got to realise and we appreciate so much for that. And that um, we see that uh, in verse 21 it talks about these things, and, and you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled, praise the Lord. You know, we probably look in our lives from, from what we used to do to what we are doing now, we see it's a huge difference. And that's because of God working in our life. And that's something we can have and we can share, of course. And, and the opportunity will come from time to time to be able to express ourselves with that through the Word and to, to encourage people to take on board the, the wonderful promises of God and to understand the principles He's given us through the Holy Spirit. Because the reconciliation process is, is a, a very um, um, needful thing in our life. You know, we need to be reconciled. We, I mean, we're, uh, most of us are involved in some sort of um, sinful life to some degree. Uh, we might have thought it was okay. It might have been okay to, in some degrees by world standards. But in God's eyes, it was sin. And it was only until we got filled with the Holy Spirit and we were baptized in water, of course, and we followed his way that we continued on to have our life changed. And new people here today, of course, we encourage you to look at these things. Um, we've, I know there's some newly baptized people here and that they want to be blessed by the Lord already. So the changes are happening and changes will continue happening. And when you receive the Holy Ghost, that'll be the, the icing on the cake because it will just to give that confirmation that Jesus Christ died for you and that you've got this opportunity to serve the Lord in a very, very faithful and very big way, which God is able to acknowledge in your life as you continue to walk with him. 
You know, it's an amazing thing when you think back on the time you've been in the Lord. You know, it seems to us that uh, it's 40 years for us now, we're over that now, but uh, it's a long time when we look back and it's, it's just a, an amazing lifestyle to, re- to know that being reconciled through Christ, to have a life that's far better than we ever thought was imaginable. Praise the Lord, and it's a wonderful opportunity to continue on with it. And Paul explains all these things in verse 21. He talks about this, this aspect of, of how we can move away from the things that God's shown us. And uh, he mentioned there about being alienated and all these enemies. But in verse 22 it says, In the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. You know, just the thing to think about that he can change us that much. You know, that we can be unblameable, unreprovable because we're focused on the things of God. If we're doing it as well, Pastor John brought this afternoon about the aspect of, of walking in the Spirit. If we walk in the Spirit, we're not going to go wrong. You know, it's an important thing to take on board what God has given us, this wonderful ability to continue to do that. And as we grow in the things of God, then we find we're in a situation where we, we find that God is very, very pleased with what we're doing. So then we're, we're in tune with what the risen Christ is all about, that we're working with that and we're walking, walking by it and we've been strengthened by it. Praise the Lord. And uh, But he makes a, a, a very big point here that um, in verse uh, 23 it says, and it's a big if, he says, if you continue in the faith grounded and settled. If, you know, so we've got to continue on with the things of God. We've got to continue being grounded and settled. We can't sort of be moving around about and, and doing things differently and, and maybe in, in one time out the other type of thing and just being very casual about walking the Lord. Our walking the Lord is not casual. It's, it's, it's life. It's, it's life-giving. It's eternal life. We can't afford to, to drop the ball, so to speak, uh, and think, oh, it would be okay. It's not. We've got to continue walking in the Lord and, and be very mindful of it because it's that uh, the continuing of faith ground itself and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which you have heard, but which was preached to every creature which is under the heaven, whereof I, Paul, am made a minister. So Paul acknowledged this, and uh, he was probably the greatest apostle that ever lived. But he acknowledged what God had done in his life. We see his commitment, the things he went through. We, we know that the, the Bible talks about these things and the, all the, the punishment he took upon himself. And, uh, you know, he's, he's beaten and flogged and near death quite a few times. And, you know, it took a lot, lot of beating for the Lord. But he never stood, he never lost his ground. He never gave up for what Jesus Christ was able to do for him. And uh, it's a thing that we need to do. We might have to go through those sort of scenarios. Hopefully, not yet, but uh, we don't know. We don't know what the world's got in store for us in the future if the Lord tarries. But what we do realize, we've got to keep walking with the Lord. We've got to remain grounded. We've got to remain, uh, indeed, um, cemented in the things that God's given us. You know, through the scriptures there, that we are a mover from that side. And, and we do have the hope that God's given us. Uh, and of course, it's an opportunity to appreciate more so the things that God's given us now as we continue on the ways of the Lord. He says that, um, verse 24, it says, Who now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh, that for his body's sake, which is the church. The church is here, folks, the, the living body of the church, you and I, together, of course. And the wherefore, he says, where I am made a minister according to the dispensation of God which is given to me for you to fill the word of God 
even the mystery which has been hid from the ages of gen from generations and now is made manifest to his saints. So the things that a lot of people out there are searching for and not finding, we have, you know, through the Holy Spirit. We've got these wonderful things in our life, you know, we're applying that. That's the whole walk on the Lord is to understand these things. It's not just a book to read and put and just throw it away. It's a living word. It's one we use every day. It's one we use to, to highlight our, our life and to encourage our life in the things that God would want us to be involved in. And uh, so it's not a mystery in that sense, you know, because we know we're enlightened. We've just seen the cause that our eyes have been enlightened. You know, the Holy Spirit's coming to our life and changed us. So uh, it says that um, in verse 27, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. You know, we have the Holy Spirit. We have Christ within us every day, walking with us side by side, so to speak, and he's there with us, and we don't want to lose him. You know, he's not going to let us go, praise the Lord. And uh, we can see that continue on. But it gives us the opportunity to present him to other people. And that's so so much of our life in the Lord is now, these days particularly. Particularly this day and age where things are being going completely haywire with different ideas and different uh, laws being passed and all these sort of things which don't line up in the Bible. But we are going to stay rock solid on what these scriptures tell us. So it's important to do that. And it says in verse 28, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom, that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Uh, and that's, again, our commitment to that. It's, it's our life to be able to do that to make sure we continue on the things of God. We, we're bringing up our children the same way. You know, little ones, we're, we're instructing them how to follow the ways of the Lord and encourage them. And uh, we can only guide them that far. I mean, at some stage, they're, they're going to make their own decisions, of course. And, uh, whether they be in the Lord or not, but that's their decision and their decision they have to make. But we can pray for them, of course, and, and we do that. And, of course, we, we continue on. We do the best we can to bring our children up in the ways of the Lord, and it's important to do that. And praise the Lord, we, we've got family members who know that uh, even ourselves are not walking with the Lord at the moment, but we look to the Lord to... We, we always hope and pray that while there's life, there's hope, and, of course, we continue on and do that. We need to maintain the testimony so the door is always open. It was always open for them to realise there's an opportunity to come back in the fellowship. Praise the Lord! It's a wonderful thing to have, you know, monitored and, and focused on the things of Christ. So, uh, of course, Paul just finished off there in verse twenty. Now, wherefore I also labour, striving according to his work, working which worketh in me mightily. And uh, he's he's talking about these things to encourage us in these things of the Lord. And if we go to the next chapter, chapter two, and just verse verse seven, start there. It says. Root and built up in him, established in the faith as he had been taught, abounding there with thanksgiving. We thank the Lord don't we, for everything that happens in our life. You know, uh, we can come through some very difficult times, and, and I guess it's a trial of our faith. And, and the, we read in the scriptures that the trial of our faith is very, very precious to the Lord. You know, it's more precious than gold, it tells us. You know, so when you think you're going through a tough time, just think back on that. Just think of what Christ did initially. Uh, and that's always a good point for me. I, I spoke to somebody recently, uh, uh, one of their family members. He, he's only just um, read, uh, or actually read properly, Isaiah 53. He's read it before heaps of times over the years. But the first time he's actually read it and understood what it meant. And he said, I never realized that Christ went so much through so much suffering. And I said, well, there's a thing we know. And that's, it's a good book to read and it's a good chapter. 
But I said, it does highlight the very thing that Christ went and did. And I said, we remember that. And we understand these things and we appreciate our life in the Lord. And when things come against us, they will. You know, we, we, we don't live in a bed of roses, roses at all. We, we do get difficulties happening from time to time. But if we just remember what Christ went through, and if we ever any doubt at all, read Isaiah 53. Uh, and you'll be comforted by that, knowing that what Christ went through, then you know that your situation is just, just a drop in the ocean compared to it. Uh, and it gives you the strength to continue on and get through it. And the, the example is there to, to obtain the victory, praise the Lord. And that's what it's about, being victorious. Victorious and overcoming, and knowing that Jesus Christ is going to work in our life. Praise the Lord. So verse 8, it says, um, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudeness of the world, and not after Christ. All these things are about us. Every day we come up against us. It's on the TV, it's on the radio, it's on there. All these things come up against us, pushing, 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 different ideas, different doctrines, different principles, you know, and, uh, and the world's sucking it in. We heard today, you know, about the, uh, the, the uh, octopi, all this sort of stuff. You know, so it's it's amazing thing when that when it happens what people believe. Yet we have the truth and we can use it, utilize it for the furtherment of the kingdom by being faithful to the things of God, being focused on what he wants to do and making sure we're in tune with the risen Christ. Because if we do that then things will turn away from us. He says, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of the principality and power and so on. And it goes on to describe these aspects of, of different focuses of, of our life in the law. And of course, it's talking about circumcision and uncircumcision here with the Jews. But the same principle is what we're dealing with today. There's people out there with different ideas, different understandings of so-called religion. We're talking about true Christianity, uh, and that's something we've got to offer. We've got something we can show them, we can experience it. We, we certainly have to experience the Holy Ghost to, to use to use the example, but we certainly got the scriptures to show them and the guidelines to show them how God wants us to live our life, and and that could be the thing people are looking for, you know, just that small indication that God loves them and He's got something for them specially. So uh, we read that it said He transforms, and don't turn to it, but I'll just give you quite a quote of Ezekiel thirty-six, uh, because He changes their heart, He gives the spiritual heart transplant, you know. He just rips out the old one and gives a new one. But uh, in verse 26 of chapter 36, it says, A new heart also will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart and out of your, and out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And you will have a, a spiritual heart transplant, one that will last forever for the eternities. You know, and, and no one can take that from you. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's driven by God. Uh, it's certainly focused by God. And if you allow it to work, and that's the principal thing, if we allow it to work, we've got to want it to work to do in our, in our life. And if we do that, then God's going to transform your thinking to such a point that you'll see opportunities given to you that you better utilize for the kingdom of God. And it just gives a one spoken word to say to somebody about what Jesus can do for you. And it gives this opportunity to tell them. And praise the Lord, it's, it's a wonderful opening to show people that God does care. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of scope for that even today with folk out there because a lot of you know uncertainty in the world and certainly with ideas and different things going wrong, people are looking for some sort of equal living strength of what they can draw upon. And of course we have it through the truth of the Word of God and we can do that.
So transformation is important. And uh, it's a thing that as we continue on, we see that God is continuing to work in our life. And if we go to, um, I think I do uh, chapter 3 now, Colossians, we'll start to pick up a few scriptures we used over Easter um, because we see the Lord does back everything up with signs, wonders and miracles. And uh, he always led by example. Uh, and, of course, he's given us a wonderful opportunity to do the same, and that's what we need to be mindful about. So it beholds us to the saints in Christ to work, work, to walk worthy in him, to be trustful of the things he's given us and shown us, because uh, there's opportunities to, to indeed provide more and more of the things that God has shown us and the things to be encouraged to. Um, we'll just pick it up in verse, uh, uh, we, verse 12 of chapter 3. He says, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness and long-suffering. Some of the fruits of the Spirit, which just went through this afternoon. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another. And that is important if you're going to walk in the Lord. You know, we need people make mistakes. Uh, and we very much aware, we make mistakes. I've made mistakes over the years. But you look to the Lord about it and you pray about it. And you pray about the situation and God resolves it. Because praise the Lord, this was about we need to be together in these things. So, uh, talk about, <coughs> excuse me, um, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. We heard about love today, and charity. And that's what is indeed walking in the Lord is about. You know, we need to mind, be mindful that there's people out there who do need some loving. And, uh, and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's God's love. You know, it's, it's why, where God is able to utilize what he's put in us to show them that somebody cares. And praise the Lord. It might be just a, a situation where you can just take somebody's hand and say, look, I'll, I can show you some answers from the scriptures. I can encourage you in these things. Praise the Lord. So uh, it says uh, in verse 15, and, and this is what we brought out during the Easter camp, he said, let peace of God rule in your hearts, to which he also... Are called in one body and be ye thankful, and that's a very important aspect of it. To be thankful, let the word of God, the word of Christ, rather dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, that admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And verse 17 to finish up on, and whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. So that's the important thing to remember, folks. We're to keep focused on what God has given us and we want to walk in his ways and we walk worthy of him. If we don't do these things and, and apply them to our life, then we're going to get stronger and stronger in the things of God and nothing will shake us from that. You know, we've had some brethren that go to sleep in the Lord just recently who have been many years old serving the Lord. And what a testimony has that been. You know, it's to, for you and I to continue on with the things of God and realize that uh, we don't know how long, much time we have each other, of course, but uh, just keep focused on what God's given us and truly just understand these things and, and apply in our life. And as we walk on, we'll see wonderful opportunities to be used for the Lord in these areas where we can continue on what God has chosen us to do, what he's given us commission to do, and that's to follow him, to serve him to the best of our abilities. And all the people said, Amen. Amen.